0: Everyone is a star child, made of stardust and the infinite potential of the universe. This extraordinary fearless something in each of us clamors for freedom from the bonds of fear, conformity, and an ordinary life. Welcome to Dr. Durr's Living in the Sweet Spot, where practical tools and solutions from the intersection of mind-body medicine science, and spiritual well-being awaken and empower you to live out your infinite potential to live life in the sweet spot. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Dr. Balan A. Durr. And I find that all of us really want to live you know, a happy, fulfilled life with meaning and purpose. But many of us are actually stuck um, living in a life that's that's uh, limited by a lot of fear, uh, conforming to other people's expectations of who they want us to be, and um, you know, just just not able to therefore create a life that's meaningful because also we also are kind of stuck because of our childhood wounds. So. Today, I am going to be having uh, a previous guest join me, Portia Carney. Hi. Hey there. Hey there. Hey there. Oh.
1: Hey there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm
0: so i I'm, I'm I'm so glad that you <laughs> join us today for. Um, you know our our reoccurring segment unapologetically real right where yes. we talk about where we talk about things where we go deeper and explore the the real meanings of 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 our experiences and um why we do things and how we go about creating what we're creating, but really don't have the understanding and, you know, and how that shows up in our relationships in our life. And so, and in, in our, and in I, you know, and I, and I, and I got chit chats.
1: Yes. Right? We bring, yes.
0: we <laughs> bring, we bring that to the platform. Right.
1: Ooh. And,
0: and, you know, <laughs> so it's, all, it's always, it's always good to see you and, and good to, and good to have you on here.
1: Same
0: here. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that, that comes up in those conversations often, as you well know, is um accountability. And so, you know, kind of the 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 what we're working with today, I call it the way I describe it is one plus one equals accountability. Yes. And um, and I, and I termed it that because I find that oftentimes we talk about the other person or the other thing that's happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but we conveniently leave ourselves out of the equation. <laughs> so, we do. right. We'll do. And so, so my way of kind of bringing folks back to reality and truth is There was the other person or circumstances, a situation, and there was you. So one plus one, you know, equals two, not one equals two, or, or, you know, one plus one in this case equals accountability. Mm -hmm. And I, and I find that, um, um, that a, a a lot of people lose sight of that, but before before I kind of get in, before I kind of get kind of go deeper into that, we have to go deeper into that conversation. I just want to you know kind of remind folks, you know, just kind of remind them of, of of who you are. So you know, I, I obviously, again, you have an MBA, yeah. um, you, you have, uh, and you are also an entrepreneur, right? Yes. Like, yes. Um, um, and the name and the name of your business is.
1: Portia an independent consultant for paparazzi jewelry.
0: Yes. 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 And which <laughs> of which.
1: Hello. I'm looking, I'm like, who? she is bringing the, she is bringing it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and yeah, thank you.
0: you. <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. Cause you, you have some, some beautiful pieces um, and, and they're actually inexpensive. Like so... five
1: bucks, five bucks the most beautiful affordable jewelry ever yes
0: yeah so you know um you know a a goddess can really do a whole lot to you know to um up her game Mm
1: -hmm. with with
0: with 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 the paparazzi jewelry right
1: with five dollars
0: (laughs) yes yes so 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 again so you're so um 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 so one, I want to thank you for, for, for my pieces and two, I, I want to, um, just so again, so you're an entrepreneur, you yes. are a manager for, um, a, um, major, uh, bank. Okay. Yeah. A major, a major bank, one of the mm-hmm. big banks. And, um, then you also, um, again, as you said, you know, you've got, you know, you've got the two sons from your previous marriage. And I still, you know, I still remember our first conversation was you talking about all these, these things that characterize your life. And you're like, how did I get here?
1: Right. I have amazing grandchildren, like, I love to travel. I have great friends, you know, and it's like, okay, so now I'm at this point. (laughs) Yeah. And,
0: and, and I thought it was, and I thought it was such a great question. So I think that, um. That's actually a wonderful segue into again t- you know talking about what today's conversation, which was you know uh, again, I think because of you know our fears uh wanting to conform to um other people's expectations of us in order for us to fit in and to have safety um and then also our childhood wounds that we end up um with what. You know, in psychiatry and psychology, we call learned helplessness and Mm -hmm. um, therefore not recognizing our role. So I think this, the, one of my favorite stories that it, and it beautifully illustrates this point um, is um, one day a man decides he wants to go to the, um, to the circus, right? And in making the decision to go to the circus, he Is walking around and he you know sees and he sees this elephant standing perfectly standing perfectly still right Mm -hmm. and he stops dead in his tracks and the reason he stops dead in his tracks is because he can't believe what he's saying and what it is is there's this elephant this big, full adult, powerful, strong elephant, right, standing perfectly still in place and only held there by a rope tied around his leg, stayed to the ground. And he can't believe he can't believe what he's seeing. So he's like, let me go and talk to the trainers and find out what's going on here. And when he talks to them, the trainers tell him he's like, Oh, we got him as a baby. And um, the trainers go, and 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 so he said we we tied a rope around his leg, staked it to the ground. And whenever he would try to free himself, he you know realized he would only could go so far. And then after a while, he just gave up trying to free himself. And so that again, that that story I think beautifully illustrates how many of us. Are stuck in in our in in our heads, stuck in in our childhood, our concept of ourselves as children, which is mm-hmm. small, weak, dependent, and vulnerable. And so, just like with the elephant, despite the fact that it was now a full size adult, strong, powerful, you know, could be independent, it still perceived itself as the small, weak vulnerable, dependent one who was unable to free itself. And so even though it could easily rip, you know, rip that stake out the ground and free itself, it didn't even try. Mm -hmm. So again, I think like many of us, we're stuck thinking the same way, thinking that we're unable to free ourselves, but also not recognizing that we have the power to choose. And in having the power to choose, it makes us very powerful. But also in making the choices, then we also, um, frankly, then then we want to deny our accountability for the choice,
1: especially when it's we don't we don't view the outcome as favorable.
0: Mm-hmm. Like what? You, what are, What are you think of?
1: So when the outcome is favorable. And there's accolades behind it. We want to be recognized and acknowledged for that choice. We want to take. We want to be accountable for having a step, a role in that decision or that choice. But when the outcome is not favorable, well, we're quickly uh, programmed. Some of us to point fingers at others so that we remove our, remove any accountability or minimize our accountability in it. Our accountability is based on or dependent upon someone else's actions or thoughts. This is why we did what we did. So that's what I was meaning by that part there.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so, so again, yeah, let, let, let's get into some, some specifics here. So one mm. of the things that I think of is when people say, you made me.
1: <laughs> that's it right there that one right there. Well, if you had not, if you, because you did this, you made me do that. That is minimizing the accountability. And that's it. That's touching on it, but not accepting their role in whatever the outcome was or the situation is.
0: Yes. Um, absolutely. And so, um, I was gonna say, do you remember, um, when we were growing up <laughs> and Flip Wilson, the Flip Wilson show. Mm-hmm. And Geraldine, <laughs> Geraldine, <laughs> the,
1: the, the the devil made me buy this dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like that shoe sale I went to yesterday. <laughs> what did I tell you? They made me buy some... You said no. You decided, but no, that the shoe sale made me buy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and
0: you know, an instance, and instances, and obviously, in instances like that, you know, it's fun. It's lighthearted. Mm-hmm. May not have you know a this you know significant huge meaning. Mm-hmm. However, um, happening over time, repeatedly, it does. Right. So whether it's, you know, we're um, maybe spending more money than we should mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and maybe causing ourselves financial difficulties, but again, not not taking um, accountability, you know, or responsibility for the choice to spend the money right. um, based upon what, you know, again, based upon what we're thinking, what we think we're entitled to, what we think we should, what we, what we went, how we went without as, as children, Right. Um, So whether it's that or whether, you know, it's, you know, it's in the relate, it's in the relationships. Right. So and I I think that, you know, for me, of course, um, relationships are they're so important. And uh, again, I think people don't necessarily realize that what they're doing is uh, what they're doing is, is they're they're playing out their childhood their childhood experiences and childhood wounds uh with the other person mm-hmm. and 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 not realizing that then they may be holding the other person accountable for what they're experiencing right so so i i so i i I wanted to I wanted to I, I definitely wanted to dig into that cuz i i think um you know that's that's what that's whether that's whether, you know, like I said, we we're we gonna go deep, we're gonna have some deep meaningful conversation here. So we, I think we need we, let's let's get into that.
1: Yes, yes. I look at this as um, <clears throat> you know, when you and I first started, uh we scratched the surface. We opened the wound, now we're peeling back the layers to the wounds to heal from the inside out and not I don't, you know, so that, you know, when you heal from the inside out, you really see that who you show up as when you heal is a completely different person that you are as from when you show up, when you are not healed or unhealed. So whereas you're healing from the outside in, you can't do that. You can't because the outside in you're creating this image that you really want people to see. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not you, and you can't hold on to that. However, when you heal from the inside out, you really heal, and your authentic self begins to appear. And that's what lasts longer, is who you show and who you show up as as your authentic self.
0: So, yeah, I... um um. You know, I think it's, it's easier to, you know, people, the way people characterize it is the representative, right? Yep. Um
1: they but dress I, them up. Huh? They dress, they dress them up.
0: Right. Um, but I think, again, it's important to recognize that really, the re, so really the, the, re, to for me, and this is how I operate from. One, I, you know, every moment is, is really a spiritual moment and, you know, how do I show up to the moment? And, and, you know, some moments it's real easy to be spiritual,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) you know, and other moments it's like, "Ah." right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: true. The, the, the unconscious um, self shows up, Right. (laughs) The unconscious, the unconscious self shows up and, and we, you know, end up with, um, uh, we end up with the other person. So yes. I think that, um, the, the thing is, because to me, every moment is a spiritual moment. I again, it's important to remember that, um that what we're experiencing is also representative of us, the one plus one, not just the one. And the plus one for me is of course, how do I perceive the people and what's happening in the moment? But more than but 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 more than that, recognizing that I and I like to use to say that I'm like the movie director um of my own movie, otherwise my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm casting, um, you know, the characters, people show up to audition and I'll say, yes, you have the role or no, uh, I mean, thank you or or, thank you for coming. We'll be in touch. Um, so, (laughs) excuse me. So, you know, there's that, there's that aspect of it. And there is, um, also there is. If I, if I, if I remember that, then of course I can take responsibility for the fact, not for what you do, but for the fact that I'm choosing to be in relationship with you and therefore, um, expose myself to your behavior and your choices. Mm -hmm. So while I'm not responsible for your choices and behavior, I am responsible for exposing myself to your choices and behaviors.
1: Yes. And therefore responsible for my reactions, how I choose to react, your choices and behaviors
0: correct and and also that while it may not be fun or pleasant or it may be painful, that the other person is actually being in service to me by showing up because because they re- they are a mirror of my beliefs. And my, you know, my mindset, what I think is true, what I think is not true, what I think is possible, what I think is not possible, my standards and values, they represent that. That's why, you know, you know, and of course, unless there's something really um, outside of your control that happens, like for instance, if somebody's, you know, been abducted or again, if they're kids, but I'm talking about as more as an adult, if it, you know, but unless something extreme is happening or going on, then that person really mirrors us. And so they're actually showing, they're in service to us so that we get to see parts of ourselves that we don't necessarily see. Right. Right. So, so I, so I think one of the, just to, you know, really kind of, you know, is, is again, these, how this shows up in our issues with, with, you know, with our parents Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I know sometimes, um, and I've said this, you know, said this before, sometimes, um, you know, when I'm having conversation with the men folk and they'll be talking about the women that they, they chose to marry and mate with and have children with. And okay. she did this and she did that. And, you know, and other women, same thing. He did that. She, he did this, he did that. And, and I'm saying, you know, and, and to be honest with you, I tell this to myself sometimes, mm-hmm. um, is of course I chose them. You chose them, um, and that's the part you have to be accountable for. And um, then we also again, but looking where does that come from, right? What mm-hmm. is it? What you tr- what you trying to heal? <laughs> what are we trying to what you what we trying to what we trying to heal
1: is <laughs> the magic question. <laughs> and, but you have to know what what you suffer from and sometimes you're unaware of that like i was unaware of the things that i was suffering from would you, do you mind sh- sharing sure Oops. uh abandonment okay um uh, definitely the abandonment uh you know mom issues dad issues uh what was the so other was, one so was no, so who was <laughs> the abandonment by my father Okay. And my mother. My mother was there, but she was, you know, the nurturing was absent. The Being a provider was available. So I had a provider for a mother, not a nurturer for a mother. So the emotional abandonment was there. However, growing up, you didn't know the difference between the two because I had nothing else to compare it to. So as long Can as she I- was providing, that was her way of showing love. But That was you doing what you were supposed to do.
0: And so I think that you know that's a very important point um, that I that I want to acknowledge, and that I find most um, adults struggle with, including including me, um, because you know I always, you know, my my parents divorced when I was young, you know, but my um, um, and you know, we see my dad, but again, you know, he's really emotionally unavailable. Um, but that's because of what happened to him as a child, right? Mm -hmm. Um, his dad was unavailable and, um, whatever other difficulties or challenges that he experienced. And so, uh, it can be very, it's very challenging when you're, um, let me just say, even, even for my, for myself with doing the work. To get myself to a place to acknowledge what was true versus versus being stuck in wanting my emotional wounds, my emotional needs met. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you pointed out too, there's an issue of of you know your dad being uh, unavailable, and I think too to to make the point, it also. See the things that happen to us in the in the woundedness or the trauma depending upon the severity of it is mm-hmm. there's what we experience, but there's there's what happens, but our experience of it can can vary. it can differ, right mm-hmm. so 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 you um, characterize it as abandonment and I did for a long time you know in terms of the emotional abandonment I did for a long time but and the challenge with that though is abandonment means has a certain meaning to it right right and it's one that fuels the sense of abandonment right mm-hmm. so if if you notice if you notice I don't use the word abandon I use the word unavailable yeah and, and the reason for that is because it's more neutral. I I still think it's, it's, um, true, but it has, it has less of, um, I think the, the, the intense emotional charge associated with it that, um, um, the, it has less of the, you know, the the emotional ch- uh, charge associated with it that um, compared to abandonment. Just, right. But, yeah.
1: When you think of abandonment, you think of somebody just intentionally leaving you in a place, like they drop you off and they never come back. However, unavailable means I'm here. I just don't connect or I can't, I'm, I'm unaware of your needs. So I'm here, but I'm not in tune with you. So I'm unavailable to connect or understand your needs. I'm unavailable or I'm busy. Or I'm working. You know, I have other things that are more of a priority sometimes than your needs or your emotions.
0: Yeah. And we, you know, of course, you know, we all have to balance that, right? We, um, right. uh, in terms of, you know, sometimes we can't be there for our kids because we are working. Right. Right. And so, um, so I think, so one, I just, you know, just want to make the point that, you know, you can have children going up in this, in the, in the same household, but it's not the same experience. And one it's not the same experience because of who they are and um, their, you know, their toolkit and their, you know, mental, emotional, physical development, but also the parent is not the same, right? right? You, you you, don't, you know, e- even if you're um, born a year apart, even if you're born mm-hmm. 10 months apart, there's still been time that has passed and that, that the parent is not really the same. It may appear that they are, but the subtle differences is that it's not the same parent. And then number two, there is the, um, um, also how they respond to one child can be different than another child. Absolutely. So, so so therefore it really isn't the same experience for both kids. Right. 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 Exactly.
1: Yeah. Because case an, an example of that is with my two sons, I, when they were small, when they were younger, I would do things with both of them together, but mm-hmm. then I would do things, we would do things individually. I would do things with them separately because they like separate things. They were mm-hmm. different in that way. Yeah. So even though my love for them is the same, how I love them is different because they require something different. So yeah, that makes complete sense. That's yeah. why the experiences with me are different. They share a common experience. Mm-hmm. however they have individual experiences of their own
0: right and so how they how they frame it the, what meaning they associate to the experiences also matters and mm-hmm. so um, um we, i think when you say abandoned and still ad, and it just it i think it just it continues to feed that sense of abandonment and loss, and you know the feelings associated with that, mm-hmm. not saying you know it obviously it happened, it clearly happened. um you know, we just want to be, of course, cautious in how what meaning we assign to it. Some people go it's the story that we tell about it, right, so um, because again, it's it um uh. It, it shows up then in our adult relationships and
1: yeah. who we <laughs> that, part. <laughs> that groundhog, part groundhog day is groundhog day <laughs> you know and and the 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 biggest thing is a lot of people don't know how to define how they show up they and what i mean by that is they don't ask where does this come from sometimes the response is well that's just who i am because that was my initial response was well you 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 have very masculine ways i'm and my response was okay, I was in the military. Um, What else do you need to know? You know, I'm associating it with things that are masculine or deemed to be masculine, not knowing until the layers started peeling at a deeper level where that behavior came from. And it wasn't because I was in the military. It was, it started at, in my childhood, not having the men in my life who, who were there, who were supposed to be there, do the things that they were supposed to do to secure me in that spot. You know, and it
0: and escalates it fell, and as you older. Right, and it also, but it also fell then to your mother.
1: Yes, she was sober. a single mother. Huh? She was a single mom.
0: Yes, and so I'm saying, so then it also, mm-hmm. the the male responsibilities and, you know, the getting it done and making it happen fell to her. Um, as opposed mm-hmm. to there having to be, to, 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 be a balance. And, um, so, so then there we are. Here I am. Um, and, and I'm saying, you know, so now again, when, when you're unaware of, of how your childhood experiences are, are shaping you and driving your choices, um, then it
1: becomes Groundhog Day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The <laughs> shadow never goes away.
0: <laughs> no matter well, where you go, there you are. <laughs> as long as, lo- as right, as but as long as you remain unaware, I think that's absolutely yes. true. As long as you remain unaware, and um, so I think um, uh, uh, again, we we can't undo our childhoods, but in our un- un- unawareness, we attempt to repeat them over and over again. Right. And that's where, and that's where we really, you know create you know the the unhappiness and and i and i think the the disappointment and the sorrow um and and living an unfulfilled life when we're unaware of the choices that we make and how they're creating our experiences over and over again so so, so again the thing of it is is i i think of is is having a dad unaware, I mean, excuse me, having a dad who's unavailable. And I i say to people, what that did was unknowingly, it conditioned me to chase, yep. right? It conditioned me to pursue men who were unavailable. Didn't, didn't yes. know this consciously, right? Didn't know it consciously um, because um, I didn't know that that's, again, well, that's what was going on but to 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 chase or pursue men who are you know or be in relationships with men who are unavailable because that's the that's the model right that's the pattern that 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 was established and right. um but again, I think that what's important is again you know how how do I sit down and and say, you know what role do I play in this right right. So but you
1: got to be willing, you, you can, when you ask that question, when one asks that question, they have to be willing to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. And some people are, some people never see their role in anything because it's so much easier for them to put the full responsibility of their reactions in someone else's lap until no matter what you say, they just never some people will just never see it
0: correct you're you're absolutely right um some people will never see it, and we can't force them to see it right, right. we can we can um you know we can try to help them see it, but we can't force them to see
1: it right right yeah. um, it's a want healing is a want. Just like if it's something you want to do, no matter what it is, you'll, you'll go through the process.
0: Correct. Correct. If
1: people want to heal, they'll go through the process.
0: Correct. And, and you can make the recommendation. I think this would benefit you. I think it would benefit us as a, as a, as a, as a, as a couple, but you can't force them to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You I, tell,
0: you know, I tell people, I tell, so two things, one, like you can't go to medical school for me and, and I become a doctor.
1: <laughs> and you know what? Girl, can,
0: can, can, can you please, can, where was you at in, when I needed to do residency? How come you couldn't do my residency for me and then, you know, me be, be eligible to get a medical license?
1: Right. <laughs> and I think the other part too, is that even when you make suggestions to, let's say, when, when I was in my relationship, Mm -hmm. making that suggestion would probably would more than likely would have been received as I was telling that person what to do, no matter how I word the suggestion, you know, I think, you know, maybe it will, you know, just a suggestion that we would work better or, you know, something, no matter how you worded, that would not be received as if it was a suggestion to that you know, to the the personalities of the men in my past, that would probably that would come off as I'm telling them what to do.
0: Correct, correct.
1: So it was it was a no win um, <laughs> for well, them. And
0: you're, and you're right; for some people, it is a no win. Um, you know, because again, we can't we can't change the mindset of others. Lord knows I have trash.
1: That's got to be so exhausting. Oh, God. (laughs) It is. It is. It is.
0: But guess what? From an accountability standpoint, of course, who is that on but me? Right. Um, And it's really only until this year where I've gotten to a place where I'm just really getting okay. And it was something that I was told in residency, which is over 20 years ago, that in t- in terms of working with patients, d- you know, don't work harder at helping pe- patients get better than they do, and um, you know, I was just kind of really, obviously, really slow, uh, like profoundly slow. Uh, <laughs> that I'm just getting in there,
1: <laughs> but <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you want more for people than they're capable of seeing they can deliver. Yes. You know, because I used to believe I wanted more for people than they wanted for themselves. And it's not so much as they didn't want it for themselves, but they, I think some people know their limitations. And whereas you may see more potential, Mm -hmm. some people know their limitations and you want more for people than they're capable of delivering. And I'm like, why do I, sometimes I ask myself why, because I'm like you, well, why? I I feel like, you know, what age is it that children start asking the question why? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, right. that part of the little girl in me has never grown up. She's well, why? <laughs> yes, But I, I just, a lot of times, like when you and I were talking earlier, one of, one of the things that's my downfall is I want to know the why. And I know I'm not always going to get an answer. I'm okay with that. But there are some things I'm just, relentless about. It's like, but in my mind, I'm like, no, there is an answer. You just don't know what it is, but I know what it is. You know, that's what I'm thinking in my mind, but that's not what I'm telling a person, but I I had to learn to just let it go. Okay. Now I may walk away like, oh my God, the answer's right there, (laughs) but I have to let it go. And just like you, I've learned to just, I don't even probe people anymore. Whatever answer they give me now, that's fine.
0: (laughs) You just stop asking why?
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. For some, for some, for some. Because it becomes draining for me. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, I'm seeking understanding. They're tired of responding. (laughs) You know, it's draining for them, it's draining for me. And because now I'm understanding that the people that I constantly have to ask why Mm -hmm. are those people who really just want to leave things where it is when they give you an answer? Because if you ask me a question, nine times out of 10, I'm probably, probably going to give you more information. And then you'll say, well, why? And I'll say, well, you know, probably I'm more willing to give it to you and I'm going to give you more. Mm -hmm. But people who give you just a little bit, to, to make you well to where you have to ask the question why, they're not willing to give too much more. And I kind of learned that doing interviews. If we have to constantly probe you for answers, you're not willing to give more or you don't want to give more. So I just leave it there. Okay. <laughs> I do. I just leave it there. <laughs>
0: You said, I'm going I'm to I'm leave you where you are.
1: Yeah. Right? One, I save a lot of time. Two, I'm not exhausting too much of my own personal energy. Because if you want me to know more, you'll tell me more. True. On some things. On some things.
0: So, so, so then, so, and then let me get, actually kind of circle back, which was, um, one you know potential we all have potential right mm-hmm. we we the, the 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 atoms in our bodies were forged in stars so we say we are all star children made of stardust so we all have the potential of the universe within us and um but potential unutilized is just that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to your point, um, what is, what's people's actual, their, their their potential in the sense of their ability to demonstrate that, but also what is their willingness to, to demonstrate that, right? Because, you know, I yeah. tell people, if you have, you know, if some kind of brain impairment, while you are potential not only do you have potential like i said not only do you have potential because you have potential because you are the potential of the universe mm-hmm. but it has to demonstrate through a human brain so if you have some kind of brain impairment that that's going to limit your demonstration uh, right. of your potential and through the the limited demonstration of the potential um Again, it doesn't mean you don't have it, but there's a a limit in terms of your ability to demonstrate it. And then because of that, um, then there's also what what you have, but there's also what are you willing to do to demonstrate potential. So I think that there's what we have, but then there's also what we're willing to do. And I think that it's, it's also, um, that we have to remember that. And so that again, coming back to accountability, that is then our choice. It's my choice to demonstrate my potential. It's my choice to, to, to use my potential. Um, it's my, it's my choice to, um, and, and how I use the potential, right? So Mm -hmm. there's the, there's the, um, accountability there. Um in, in, in that. So there's there's that part of it, but then there's also again, what tools do I have in my toolkit? Right. And how do I learn to use those tools? So whether it's <clears throat> parents, the question becomes what tools and training did they have to be parents? Because again, the only requirement is having sex to be a parent. Right. Um, but that requirement doesn't teach you how to be a parent. There's a whole lot of other skills and tools that you need to learn to be a parent in order to parent well. And many people never learn that. Right. Which is explaining of course, why they're not necessarily good parents. Some parents didn't even want to be parents. They was just having sex and that doesn't necessarily now that there's a baby mean that you now suddenly want to be a good parent. Right. Um, However, that has no bearing upon the child, and they need to remember that too. Meaning your desire or willingness and demonstration of, of pa- parenthood does is not a negative reflection upon me if you don't do it well. I still have value. I still have meaning. I still have purpose, even if you don't parent well. But again, it's important for us uh, in terms of accountability is for us to recognize where I got these patterns from. And so right. I, 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 you know, w- where I got these patterns from, and frankly, are they working for me or not?
1: Exactly, right. And most of the time, they're not working.
0: <laughs> so, so if they're if they're if they're not working, and that's kind, of, and actually, you know, what I what I wanted to get into, and in, you know, this 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 last segment is. Um again, taking accountability is how, how do we do that? You know, how do we, how do we begin to change that? How do we begin to do that? And because it's one thing for me to say, you acting a plum fool, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. It's another thing for me to, for me to continue to be in relationship with you when you acting a plum fool, you know, over and over and over again. So, um, and um, so, what's what's some of the things that you that 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 you have done? Cause clearly, you know, we both talked about how we've, you know, have based upon our childhood patterns, have mm-hmm. picked the same people that from from what we grew up in and it and, and it doesn't work for us, or as I like to say, it ain't a good fit. And, and since we both know that, you know, you know, people sometimes, you know, people tell me that, you know, you may be mad. And I was like, can I make you be an astronaut? No, well then I can't make you <laughs> feel anything. I can't make you mad. I can't make you feel right. anything. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I can increase the likelihood that you may feel it, but I can't make you. Right. So, so what's so what's some of the things that you've done? Because you know, so here's the other thing too, I, I, and and I I rem- remember recalling this, and I said this earlier. What I know to be true is that the person I'm in relationship was a reflection of me. Mm -hmm. And I remember a past relationship um, some years ago where there was someone I was seeing. um, Mm -hmm. He was seeing someone else, but they didn't have an exclusive relationship. And so, okay. So, you know, we're dating and um, but at one point, because we were spending so much time together, she confronted him and he lied to her. She's like, who is she? And he lied to her and said, there wasn't anyone. And then later he admitted to me, he's like, you know what? Um, You know, I'm, I'm a coward. And, and I said, I thought to myself, I said, you know, the things that matter to me are honor, integrity, and courage. And if that's the case, then if he's lacking in those areas, then it means I'm lacking those areas too, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm involved with him. And um, so I said, okay, I I can fix that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> right
0: you know because i don't want to be i don't want to be acting out of that and so what i so what i did was of course i ended the relationship mm-hmm. and um you know and i had also did it relatively earlier i gave him some time to get to know me but four months in when this is where we still are i learned from master Yoda who said you stay in ish entirely too long to mm-hmm. cut your losses earlier of course he used a different word but uh right Right.
1: I can fill in the blanks. Yeah.
0: So, 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 so he didn't get a lot of my, my time and energies because I'm just like, you know, I get it. There's things you value about her, things you value about me. One is not more valuable than the other. We just bring different things to the table, um, which is another thing I learned from one of the other men folk in the village. Um, And, 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 you know, we can, we can save that for another conversation, but the bottom Mm -hmm. line is, um, making that decision to end the relationship was me taking accountability mm-hmm. you know for um my part in it and how did that reflect me and I I know that um and part of our conversation you said that you had the real the realization mm-hmm. that um that that there's some areas that you've come to realize that, that you struggle with in terms of accountability. So how, do, how was that? How, how did that a process occur for you? What are the things that you did to, to get you there?
1: So it was a similar situation with yours. I was in a relationship and one of the things that he would always say to me is that you want from others what you don't, you don't give or possess. And, you know, I started really listening to that because I realized what I was complaining to him about. So what I did was I had a similar situation as you did. I was in a relationship and, uh, whenever I would mention something about how I felt about something, instead of my feelings being validated, it would pop to, Hey, well, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. Don't you see? You're like that too. Mm -hmm. I was told you you always want what you're not delivering. So I had to think about that. And when I thought about that, I thought about my list that not, now I don't want to call a list, but the couple of issues that I had was the uh, not being accountable and minimizing my feelings. I had to think about what I was complaining about to one person. And if we're mirror images, then that, unfortunately I have to agree and say, he's right. I am displaying that same thing. So, you know, you and I talked, and you confirmed that. You was like, so if that's the case, then you have to look in areas of your life that you're not being accountable. So that's what I did. And I started realizing those spaces in my life where I was not being accountable for my actions. And what I've grown to realize is that it was in more areas than one. So the first step that I had to do was, one, recognize, number two, um, recognize it. Now let me acknowledge it. Okay. So now that I know these things, finding out these things hurt, but I can't sit in the pain of it. I can't have a pity party because at that point, as you and I discussed, having a pity party, you're just going to make excuses for yourself, which will nine times out of 10 result in pointing the finger at someone else. So I decided to take ownership, deal with the emotions, At that time, you know, I was on my way to work and we were talking and I had a moment where I was crying and laughing at the same time. They were tears of joy, but tears of pain because I didn't realize that this is who I was and what I was doing. So, you know, I did end the relationship, but ending, ending the relationship at that same time. Was like, you know, most people are sad that they ended a relationship, but I wasn't because I also discovered, thanks to you, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you so much for this, is that I was chasing, trying to prove my worth. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the part that became very emotional for me. And it's, 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 it's emotional for me now, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. Trying to show somebody else you are worthy. And, and I saw the pattern of that. The moment you said that I saw the pattern, which is why you, I was begging for attention and affection and things like that. Uh, just trying to get from that person. And once I realized that once you told me that it became easier for me to accept that I let the relationship go because all the time I found myself loving this person. Like I was so in love with this person. I was so in love with this person. You know, I share with you, I see so much of myself in this person. Like I see so much of me in this person. And then I realized who I was, who I really fell in love with was myself. I was learning to love the person I am becoming versus the person I was. So it wasn't so much as my love for him was growing. It was me seeing myself trying to pull back these layers and I'm loving the person that's coming out of this. And it's it's like a Phoenix rising, you know, Yeah, I love him, but it's really true when I say, but I love me more. Mm -hmm. That has a totally different meaning to it. So and I'm still working on things, but um that was the greatest part for me. That was the steps, is recognizing, owning it, not having a pity party, being actionable in what I want out of this. And that is I want to see the areas I'm not showing up in or I'm not accountable. So, I created my list. I have a list of the areas I'm not accountable in. And those are the areas I try to put more emphasis on when I say I'm going to do something when I when something is expected of me. And I'm not I'm still, you know, I'm doing it. It's slow, but I'm moving it. I'm taking it one at a time. One <laughs> one one topic at a time. Yes. So, once I'm perfect one, I can go to the next one and start building there until that becomes my norm.
0: Yes. And, and, and so what you shared was, was really powerful. And of course, um, you know, I'm so glad that I can be, you know, a part of your healing journey. Um, I think that, um, um, you know, you know, uh, um, and, and that you, you know, are able to recognize that, which in, in your partner, really what you were drawn to was yourself, but just in, in, in in a male form. And therefore, um, and also then realizing loving him was actually you loving you. And you could do that directly as opposed to through another person. Yes. So I think that, that, um, you know, that's, that's really powerful. And I think there's also the, um, the fact that, um, that that you that you that you are taking steps to be accountable and I think you know one of the things that i I, I know that you know one of myself and, and and um you know a mutual friend of ours, Frank I, and I tell you this I mm-hmm. said the reason that he and I I think when we have challenges with people most is also is around holding people accountable. and we are very much you know I'm very much uh, you know i'm I do what I'm saying I'm gonna do, and if not then I'm going to come back to you and say, well, I can't do that or I don't want to do this. I want to do this instead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and I and and and, you know, take ownership for the the, the, the stuff I got goof up and drop the ball with. You right. know, with my kids, whether it's with whether it's with other people, whether, you know, whether it's you. Uh, like I forgot to, you know, say I didn't confirm something. Uh, and then you and you're like, well, you didn't confirm. And I was like, okay, I, I, you're right. I did not, I didn't confirm. I thought we, we were, we were, you we know, we, mm-hmm. we understood, but I, you're right. I didn't confirm. So I, all of that. So I think, you know, just beginning with something as simple as doing what you say you're going to do mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, and either doing that or letting the person know you don't want to, or can't. And then this is what I want to do and stay it but just not showing up, not keeping your word. That's a, that's a big, that's a huge deal. Um, Right. And something that's, that's pervasive. It's ubiquitous through all, you know, all the things that you doing in in this life Um, uh, in terms of your interactions and your goals. The other thing is, is if you're not, if you're not getting what you want out of this life and your relationships, sit Mm -hmm. down and say, what is it that I'm doing? That's not working. If, you know, if, if I keep planting apple seeds, you know, in Antarctica and them suckers don't sprout, why not? Well, because it's the wrong environment, Exactly. (laughs) right? So it's, 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 it's the taking ownership of, yes, this might be what it is, but what kind of adjustments can I make in order to create the life that I want, right? How do I, you know, do I, do I love upon myself? Do I encourage myself? Do I affirm myself? Right. Mm-hmm. Do I of support myself? Do I give myself the things that I need? Um, am I doing the things that are consistent with me becoming a doctor? Cause going to clown college and now saying I'm ready to see patients that ain't consistent with being a, a, a doctor. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, what am I doing? Is it working or not? And what changes do I need to make? In order for me to have the relationships be what I want, picking different people, right? Doing okay. different places, just whatever that looks like. The choices have to begin with me. Right. The adjustments need to, I need to make the adjustments in order to, um, you know, again, have the love, the, the life that I want. So, we, you know what? It's always a pleasure to have these these conversations in this segment of the being you know, unapologetically real, yes. and um, um, you know. So, of course, we, we we'll uh, we, we'll push the pause button because we will con- we will we will continue because this is a, a a regular reoccurring segment. But how, how
1: can people how can people reach you? Um, you can email me, Portia at Yahoo. Okay. Yeah, just okay. email me. I'm on Facebook. My page is open. It's poor underscore peer, P O R underscore P I E R. Okay. So So, anybody can reach me there.
0: So P O R underscore P I E R. Yes. Okay. On Facebook. Okay. Great. So, yeah. So, you you know, reach out to her and, and, um, you know, get, get some of those, um, those great jewelry pieces at some, at that fabulous prices, you know, (laughs) and, um, um, you know, and, and again, thank you so much for, you know, your willingness to, to, to be, to, to share your healing journey, um, you know, with myself and, and, and with others. Um, I, I think it, it's, um, uh, being vulnerable like that. I think, I, yeah. I, I think it's, it's helpful and instrumental in, in, in the healing of others. Um, it is.
1: And thank you for having me.
0: Oh, it's, 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 it's all, it's, it's always a delight. God always.
1: <laughs> yes. Always. Dr. God is. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs>
0: So, so thank you, everyone, for joining me um, uh, today and uh, f- for this wonderful conversation. I also want to let you know that um, I am going to be the, the MC of the second annual Bronzeville Neighborhood Jazz Festival on Saturday, August 5th, from 12 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., we have some wonderful musical artists um, that are going to be on the stage. Um, it's free. The music's free. The parking's free. Bring your lawn chair. Come on out. Have a great time. And um, and you do not want to miss this. Um, it it um, is at, the, um, at 39th and King Drive in Chicago. Again, Saturday, August 5th from 12 p.m. to 830. And we will see you then. Again, I am your host, Dr. Balan A. Durr, awakening and empowering you to live out your infinite potential to live life in the sweet spot. Thank you for joining us today in the sweet spot. Share, follow, and like us on social media. To learn more, please visit BallinAdurMD.com, spelled B-A-L-I-N-A-D-U-R-R-M-D.com. Join us next week, and remember, when you heal your mind, all
1: things are possible.